Welcome to episode three of Parenting Under the Influence. Today is Friday, September 8th, 2017. This is Josh. This is Amber. And, well, let's see what we're going to talk about because for some reason the last hour we were talking about basically rape, statutory rape, and what kids should look for because, well, we have a middle schooler and I don't even know how the hell we started talking about that. Well, we were kind of talking about dress codes and the idea of... The idea of... The idea of uh, girls being in, being the ones responsible for their clothing rather than boys having to take responsibility for things, that kind of thing. Right. Well, definitely some weird things that are, I don't know, I guess, I want to say forced, but it's too heavily stressed upon little minor details that, as an adult, I don't even think about. Now, we were talking about, like, spaghetti straps, like how our 13-year-old was wearing a dress to school and it has spaghetti strap top. If she was wearing it around the house, or if we were going to the park, or if we were going out to eat, or whatever the case is, whatever. It was a cute dress. She looked nice. It's appropriate, but it's not okay for school. And a variety of reasons. Getty strap. If she wore a normal bra, straps would show. And as an adult, bra straps don't even register to me. But I had to put myself as... as young teenage boy and be like, yeah, I'd probably focus a whole day on something like that. And how I would have to learn to just deal with that and recognize that's a part of life and not sexualize it. Yeah. And I think that one of the ways that we can do that is by possibly talking with kids schools about their dress code and explaining to them and there's there's been articles about this too especially with the spaghetti strap thing um one of them that i don't remember the name of the father that wrote it but he was uh speaking about his five-year-old who went to kindergarten and was sent home for wearing a spaghetti strap dress because they said it was inappropriate his daughter was or the father was his daughter was sent home (laughs) Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. I mean, like you mentioned, that Ava had to watch some weird video of some guy talk about how girls were dressed. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, explain that because I can't explain well, he the was, way he did. He was, ex- he was saying something about how it was so distracting for him as a young kid and he doesn't even understand how the boys nowadays must do it because it was so distracting at a young age for him. And I'm assuming he's implying that girls wore less revealing clothing to school when he was going to school than they do now. Um, And so Ava, because this has been an ongoing thing at the school that she goes to, there was actually talk of doing some protests last year at the end of school year when people start wearing more summertime clothing which tends to, in and of itself, be more revealing. They were talking about having some of the girls protest these things. So I, I believe they were showing these videos in order to help curb some of that, 
but afterwards Ava was saying something about how you know that's not that's not the girl's responsibility to make sure that a guy feels better about stuff it's our responsibility as parents to teach our sons to respect women regardless of what they're wearing and it's our responsibility as you know parents of daughters to teach them that their bodies are more than just sexual objects very true and that's something i had said because it's just weird that they had a video like that playing in the first place something where there's not some sort of parent consent form for something like that because i don't agree with that yes absolutely all students should pay attention to what they're wearing it should be comfortable it should be very relaxed but it should be hey you're going to a public area be respectful to yourself now what i was saying with you is if it's okay at home and it's okay to go around town and do whatever whether it's going to the park dinner movies whatever the fuck you're doing with your kids it should be okay in school it's pretty obvious if your kid's wearing something they shouldn't wear You'd probably say something as a parent at home. Yeah, kids occasionally will try to pull one on you and, oh, this is what I'm wearing to school while they have a whole other outfit underneath. But if you're pretty relaxed and okay with pretty normal looking clothes, what's a big fucking deal? And probably not going to pull that shit anyway. Yeah, and I think for our kids at least, it would be more something like it's just a favorite shirt or dress or something they just don't want to get rid of. It's not... And I... Yeah. That's the thing is I think most kids come to it from that perspective where it's not that they're trying to be considered sexual and we're sexualizing them or making them think about it in a way that is more sexual than it should be. Because most kids yeah. aren't, until they start hitting high school, I don't think really thinking yeah. too much about well, it that like way. like you said, putting too much blame on the girl. Well, no. No, if a guy's spending his time thinking about it, well, that's his fault. That's his problem. That's something he has to work through and get through and grow up. Like I said, bra straps at age 34 now. Doesn't even register. Don't even think about it. You have to point it out for me to realize that it's even there. 13-year-old me, I'll spend a week thinking about that bra strap. It's, Happy birthday, by the way, to Josh. It's his birthday today. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> it's definitely different at that age, but removing it from reality doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't teach a child to grow. And, you know, that's assuming, you know, boys are only looking at girls, which we know is not true. Everyone who's going to see that and fixate on it is going to have to learn to deal with it, to grow from it, and to recognize that it's nothing, and to get the fuck over it and move on. Yeah, well, and don't even get me started on, like, the difference with how that plays into later in life when women are breastfeeding and how that's seen as something that's being obscene because the only thing people can see breasts as a use for is sexual. Anyhow. So, the 
next topic, which Josh hasn't heard about this yet, but one of the next topics that I kind of wanted to touch base on was something that happened in the store today. I had our all three of our boys with us, as well as Ruby, um, and we were wandering around. Lincoln's just now getting to be the age where he can sit in the cart on his own. He's about five months, as a reminder. He, um, Ruby just got out of the age where she was sitting in the front of carts every once in a while. Because she's four. Yeah. And she was a little frustrated that she didn't get to sit in the front of the um, cart at the store. And was being a little bit of a shit in the store. She was playing this game where she likes to like hide behind the corner of stuff. And I can see her, so I don't really freak out when I can see her. I just tell her to get back with us, that kind of thing. Come put your hand on the cart. You need to you know, be where I can see you. And she decided to get mad and she ran all the way out the front doors into the parking lot. And Josh doesn't know this yet. He has just heard about it. Well, now I can understand why you thought I would be fucking screaming. But we do approach that situation totally differently. Because kid runs off and hides behind and thinks it's a game. Your approach is come back here, put your hand on the cart. Meh. Me? Good luck. See ya. I'm going this way. Bye. And they come running their fucking ass towards me because, oh shit, you're willing to leave me. Even though I'm not, but I put it in their head that, bye, good luck, and they ain't, they're not going any further. The second I take one step in the other direction, they come flying towards me. Yeah, well, so she did that, um, and I had, obviously, Lincoln in a cart strapped in. And this is a situation where you've got to, you know, you've got to run after the kid in order to get him. I'm mostly concerned about... Parking lot, obviously. Um, I'm not as concerned about her being in a store. However, with the gracefulness of me and anyone that's related to me. <laughs> that's not... Running. That's a whole other episode about the grace in the female side of this family. <laughs> um, the idea of falling is not a very uh, inaccurate idea, I guess. Well, not just falling, but she's also four... She doesn't look both ways. She gets mad that she has to hold her hand when walking on the sidewalk because, well, walking on the sidewalk, she's falling off the curb just to go check the mail. <laughs> I basically had to tell these people that were working in grocery at uh, grocery store um, that they like watch these kids while I ran after my other kid. <laughs> Yeah. Which is not a great situation to have to be in. Well, here's where we might get controversial. Yeah, I know I said that weird. I'm okay with spanking for the right reasons. Now, I'm not saying whoop the shit out of your kid. Don't hurt them. But get their attention when they mess up. Eh, I don't disagree with you, but I don't know that I'm necessarily comfortable with speaking about it on the podcast. Well, 
I know a lot of people don't agree with it, and you know what? They probably had their asses whooped a little too hard, and that's there's a difference between hurting and disciplining. And getting and attention. there's a real difference. If you're hurting your kid, you're doing it wrong, and you should stop immediately. Yeah, I would. I'm not. Um, I'm not endorsing that other people. Uh, I use corporal punishment at all because I think you need to know what your family um, what your family needs are and what your child's needs are because I think kids are different too. I had corporal punishment as a child and it really didn't do a lot to make me behave better than if I had not had it. I actually preferred to just get a spanking and get it over with than actually have punishment that was, you know, grounding for a long period of time. It varied. And you know my upbringing, you know, I've been spanked, whatever. I learned from the spankings. I've also had straight punch in the face. Which is abuse. That's, that's not abuse. That's I not didn't learn any from, anything from that other than don't trust this person ever. Yeah. That's all I've learned. That person is not an immediate parent of mine. They're not anyone in my life. And they have been for a long time. But there is a difference. And kids will be aware of it. And no, if you need your child to trust you, especially when it comes to their life. Like, they just ran into a parking lot of one of the busiest grocery stores in the area we live. Yeah, there's a problem with that. And they need to know not to ever do that. And there's lots of ways to do it. I'm not saying just go spank your kid because of that. Try your own way. Spanking should be the last option, not the first. And depending on the age, whether or not you could even talk to them. Because if it's a two-year-old, talking to them is not going to do anything. If it's a 15-year-old, well, it depends on how you're talking to them if it's going to do anything. Because <laughs> they well, seem to be more resistant. And if they're 15 and they're running out into the middle of a parking lot away from you, there's probably some There's other <laughs> issues. Things and, well... They still need some socialization. Might have to go backwards a little bit on some basics in life. Like yeah, there's some socialization. Both ways. <laughs> Luckily, the particular grocery store has actually a large ramp slash set of stairs right outside of it. So you have to not only get out the doors, but then get down those stairs to get out into a parking lot. Oh, I know lot. exactly what store you're at now. Yep. I was on well, the hunt luckily, for there's only one entrance exit to that particular one, and it's a little out of the way, but not ideally, because that's off of one of the busiest fucking roads in this section of the state. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, mini heart attack. Yeah. That's why when I said I'm going to talk to you about something on the podcast, it's going to be the first time you hear about it. It just happened today, by the way. I haven't been keeping this from him for days. Well, I knew it was something days. weird when the kids stopped breathing when you said it. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> um, Ruby happens to go to her father's house on Friday night. So she wasn't here for Josh to um, be a part of a conversation with her about that later. Well, probably because she would have told me the second I walked in the door. Yeah. Well, she's four. Um, and we had a conversation about it. And I had a conversation with her biological father. Um, yeah. It I was. imagine you would have. And I'm sure you would have been on the page of that's not okay to do, Ruby. Yeah. No, totally. I... We would have a lot bigger issues if he was not, if he thought that that was totally fine. No. Um, but, yeah. Um, let's see, what's, uh, this last week we had first days of school. Yep, school started just a couple days ago in this area. And, well, we got active kids, thankfully, which also puts one... In school sports, because, well, she's in middle school, and that's a more available option. Yeah. And it's also, thankfully, a really affordable option in our area. Affordable, yeah. Um, that's not something I actually ever thought about. I like the fact that she enjoys it. That she's willing to participate, that she's willing to learn, that she's willing to grow from it, that she's learning to interact with other people. Hopefully, she does better throughout the season compared to what I, what she was saying today, as far as basically wow. calling almost without really saying it, calling another teammate a bitch. Wow. To be fair, she was doing warm-up, and this girl was kind of being a jerk <laughs> and basically uh ava as i think a lot of teenage girls do was being a little bit dramatic and said that when her friend accidentally hit her with a volleyball that she started exaggerating like something like her stomach hurt really bad from the hit and this girl was saying something to the effect of suck it up or well, something you're like that. Well, like, she's telling a much better story than Ava did because I couldn't follow her because she shared maybe a third of that, but she was skipping major sections in between. So I'm taking it. Ava got hit in the stomach by a volleyball. She did. Okay. That happens. And she was fucking around about it, and she actually laughed a little bit um, and basically was like, oh, you hit me so hard, like, fucking around like a kid. And this other girl was a bitch to her because of it. Yeah, well. And that's just why I said what I said, which... Well, what did you say? I said she... <laughs> I said that she should... Because uh, she said the girl rolled her eyes, and I said that she should ask that girl if she found a brain in the back of her head, bitch. But I would not really endorse her saying that to somebody. I would go with the, did you find your brain? Maybe not so much the bitch part, even though you're thinking it, but at that point, you're really oh, shoving she, that escalation. She knows, she knows she's, she should not curse. I think, even though depending on her mood and what the hell was happening that day, she does know better. But with the right ingredients from her day, she probably would definitely go with that and be like, well, my mom said to say it. <laughs> oh, and I told her right after I said that. 
probably don't say it that way. Especially unless you're ready to fight someone, because that could very easily escalate quickly. And I've tried to teach her some very simple, simple, here's day one class of boxing techniques. Well, and it's not that we're trying to teach people And I'm afraid she'll break her wrist. (laughs) It's not that we're trying to teach our children to be smart asses and or bullies that say shitty things and then fight people over them. What we're doing, um, or what I feel like happens, is... Self-defense? Both of us were both smart asses a lot of the time in our lives. And we recognize that sometimes if one of our kids behaves like a smart ass, they might put themselves in a situation where they have to protect themselves physically. (laughs) Sorry, Mom. I didn't know I was a smart ass until my 20s. I just thought my sisters were stupid. Hi, sisters. Yeah, you're stupid. Still, seriously. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, they'll just call me a jerk and laugh. Maybe. Maybe, but whatever. So, yes. So, um, that being said, we had the first days of school. And I know we said something. <laughs> I know we said something, uh, I think, in, like, our intro episode where we were talking about how... Or I was talking about how weird, like, Ava's school supply list was. And I saw this really interesting video. Fucking both school supplies. What the fuck do kids need pool noodles for? No, okay, I saw this. This is September. You want fucking pool noodles? I saw this video. You have to watch it. And it's this woman. And she's going in and she's like, you know what? My kids go live with you, basically, for the next nine months, for the majority of the day. You want a TV? I'll bring you a TV. You want a microwave in your room? I'll bring you a microwave. You want some burritos for that microwave? I'll bring you the burritos. <laughs> because you have to put up with these shits now for this time frame. I don't. And I thought that was a very interesting and accurate Somewhat, point. Somewhat. Maybe don't raise complete shitheads where you're willing to go that far. I think it was comical, but. Basic school supplies, I'm okay with. You need fucking pocket folders? Okay, I could see you needing those. You need pencils? Absolutely. Crayons for certain grades? Definitely. Notebooks? Okay. Pool noodles? There's no fucking swimming pool. What the fuck are you going to do? Well, and another interesting thing, because we were also, we've been talking a little bit about living minimalistically and um, watched some stuff about it today. Well, we watched one documentary about it, but well, I've, I've always been kind of that way. I've had very little and I've been more than happy and I'm willing to get rid of half the shit I have. Well, what one interesting point <laughs> regarding that and school supplies is how every year they're constantly wanting you to get a new this, a new that, a new this, a new ruler, a new protractor, a new pair of scissors, a new this. And maybe I guess I shouldn't say they're not wanting you to do that, but I find that a lot of the classrooms nowadays do the community pot of school supplies. So the kids go in they hand their scissors in to whatever bin and it's supposed to be in. they may never see them again. Yeah, and they may never see them again, which is fine. I get that the teachers need that for the classroom, but it also sort of teaches the kids they just get, need to get a new one every year versus I would prefer that we... Protecting your own supplies and respecting them and making yeah. them last. And, well, like Ava, she's a left-handed kid. Yeah, that's what Left-handed scissors are kind of odd. You're turning those in to the teacher. You might get those scissors to use during the year. Why do we have to get that teacher the same supplies next year? I, I can understand paper and pencils. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. It, it gets used. It whatever. Scissors. They Ooh. should last many years. Why are they? Why? 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 Just why? I know a lot of teachers take a lot of their own minimal income, which is bullshit, to buy makeup supplies. You know, random shit that needs to be used throughout the year. But so many supplies are being purchased that should last four years. I don't get it. I don't know where they're going because they're not coming home with the students. Yeah. Yet the teachers need them each year. I don't get it. So if any teachers are listening to this, please email us. ParentingUTI at gmail.com. Tell us your story. What's going on? Help yeah. us out. Yeah, well, and like I said, it's not because, honestly, I, I, I we both 100% are supportive of the teacher. You are taking care of our kid. We respect you. We always reinforce anything to do with what a teacher has to say in our household. However, this one, like, consumable thing, I'm just curious about, like, what goes on with it because my – my feelings on it. And like you said, Ava's left-handed. That's what made me actually start thinking about this was, I don't know if anybody else has other lefties out there, but it's sometimes really freaking hard to find a left-handed pair of scissors for a kid. So I've always taught Ava when she got a pair of them, don't freaking lose them. They do not go into the community pile because you may be the only left-handed kid in your class anyway. Oh, what is it? 20% of the population's left-handed? I think it's 10%. 10%? Okay. One of every 10 kids, you have a class size of 30, so, well, it's fair to say maybe three in your classroom yeah. is left-handed. Okay. Why is that shit going in a community pool? Why do scissors need to go in a community pool? I don't... I can understand lots of things, like I said, paper, pencils, even glue sticks, liquid glue... I yeah. could get that. Yeah. That's something the whole class has to use. Protractors, I don't see that needing to be in a community pool. I think every kid should have them. I can understand if parents can't afford to buy something, get at the Dollar Tree. Sometimes things are hard. Yeah. It might be time of the year, whatever. Kids are more than willing to share for the most part. Once they're done with their portion of it, they could pass it on and get it back. I did that throughout my school years. I know other kids are still doing it. I talked to my other stepkids. They're in high school. They have to do that. Yeah. It's not uncommon, but to go out, purchase all these things, throw it in a community pile, and then never see it again, and the teacher somehow need it again, I'm more than happy to help if I'm able to. I don't understand helping when it makes no sense to. Yeah, and like we said... No, you know, if you have um, an explanation on that or just want to tell us kind of what goes on with school supplies from a teacher's perspective, yeah. feel free to email us. And I know some teachers out there. You're on my Facebook. I might just direct message you on this. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything else that you had to discuss? Well, the kids start school. School supplies are always weird. Uh, out here, just the differences in school lists, depending on the, what store you go to, is fucking weird. But I, 
I don't really know if that's everywhere. Did you ever get an explanation? Quick sidebar. We sort of talked about this. But why do the boys need pool noodles? No idea. No idea. And we're out in Oregon. And we're kind of in central. They don't teach swimming in their school. There's no schools. Occasionally it will snow. It rains a lot. So swimming pools, water is not a big part of the curriculum other than it's raining outside and there's no recess. I don't know why they need pool noodles, but the reason it comes up is simply because no fucking stores have any goddamn pool noodles this time of the year. They've already sold out on clearance over a month ago. Telling me a week before school starts that they need pool noodles? Going to each store, even in cleared section, there are none. They're gone. Because we did that. And I did that in every store I went into today. Yeah. Even with the boy's mom. It's like, well, I got the whatever fucking type of journal. I found the last ruler in Walmart. But I can't find pool noodles in any of the stores we've gone to. So I haven't gotten those. I don't know where to go. We thought... Some of the dollar stores around here will have them at the beginning of summer. Dollar store, department stores. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, unless we decide to go online, which, I mean, that's ultimately going to probably end up being what we have to do, which I have a feeling will cause some weird shipping. Well, because I don't even want to fucking do that unless I know exactly what it's meant for. I want to know what it's for. If. You actually need it if it's a project and you need a lot of them to actually complete the project. Tell me what it is. I'm happy to help. If you want a pool noodle because you're planning a summer party at the end of the year, you can go fuck yourself and buy your own goddamn pool noodle. You know what? If I went to a college where there was a lot of people going for teaching degrees and that's something they taught. Okay, so if at the end Personal of the game. well, regardless, if if at the end of the year they're doing a party, then put. You know what? We don't need it now because you're gonna struggle to find it. But around June, the beginning of June, when they start stocking them in the store again, they start bringing them in April. Set yourself a reminder. We need to have send this. a reminder to the parents yeah. with a homework assignment. Hey, we need pool noodles. Get them if you can. Kids are doing a swimming party or a whatever party or maybe they're LARPing. Who knows? Pool noodles are often used for that. <laughs> you know what? If a teacher told me we're going to do some LARPing event, I'd probably be down with it. Like, that's <laughs> fucking funny. It'd be awesome to see a bunch of elementary kids making fucking little fake swords out of these things. Although, that's considered a weapon, so they might be expelled. Yeah. I just think LARPing's fun. Anyways. You think LARPing's fun? Have you ever LARPed? Do you really want me to answer that I question? really want you to answer that. Yes, I have. There we go. Coming up on two years of marriage and been together for a few years, I'm learning something new. I went to a democratic school for a few months in high school, and there was a lot of LARPing that we did because there was a lot of D&D &D and LARPing and some things. Democratic that, school? Yeah, we voted on what we wanted to learn. Wow. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of high school. <laughs> Anyhow. I was a good student the first part of freshman year, and then it was downhill from there. Well, as uh, I think our listeners will come to find, if they don't already know us personally, um, I'm a bit of a... Dork? Hippie. <laughs> <laughs> of a weirdo hippie nerd hybrid. <laughs> yeah, you're a hippie. 
So things like democratic schools won't be something that I would be unfamiliar with. I don't know. With the way some of the shit is, I, like I mentioned earlier, homeschool might be an option. Yes. We are starting to consider and talk about that just because of a lot of the things. However, I feel like socialization is incredibly important, especially since um, I personally struggle with uh, anxiety a lot of the time. And I think that socializing is probably good because they're not <laughs> going to they're not going to get a lot of that socializing from home. From me. They're not going to get a lot of socializing from home. They'll definitely be around a lot of other kids since we have five, but it's a little different to talk to your brother or sister compared to someone you only see for a couple hours, maybe a day. But there's YMCA, there's Boys and Girls Club, there's, well, there's just even local parks. There's homeschool groups too that meet up. So there's socialization there for you the go. kids. Homeschool groups, there's all kinds of other shit. But the bullshit nuances of spending hours upon hours of you can't wear this type of shirt because it will show too much of your bicep is crazy. And yeah. it's bullshit and it's a waste of time. And it doesn't teach anyone anything other than rape culture. Yeah. And I don't agree with that. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, I don't. Um, and I actually do have a couple of friends that are homeschooling. So if there's any topics that you want to talk to us about or anything like that. Um, People that have done homeschool themselves that were raised in that, that are doing homeschool, regular teachers, anyone. If you have any sort of real background in it, please share. If you're just a troll sharing your opinion and you have no idea of what it is, We'll probably read it, and we'll probably make fun of you on the next podcast. Well, it depends on what you say. <laughs> it depends on what you say. If you just say gibberish, then obviously you need to go back to school. Although that would be highly amusing to me if somebody sent me something that was like with horrific grammar, a bunch of misspelled words, and <laughs> was trying to give us some sort of... I'm sorry, but you just talking about grammar... Remind me of how you kept referring to yourself as a grammar, grammar Nazi. Is that still okay? Maybe. <laughs> no, there's... Language is kind of important. Anyways, so if you have any of that information um, or anything that you'd like to add about the homeschooling, feel free to, again, it's parentinguti at gmail.com. Or you could hit us on Facebook at Parenting Under the Influence, Twitter at Parenting UTI. Hopefully you could spell, spell parenting. If you can't, Jesus Christ, stop listening. All right. And as always, if you are the only responsible adult for a child, please do not be under the influence. Have a great night. Go fuck yourselves.